0: Hi, welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. My name is Angel Trin and I'm the founder of Pennywise Traveler.
1: And I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac.
0: We're so happy that you're here. And guess what we're talking about today? We're talking about one of our favorite credit card benefits, which is airport lounges
1: and how we love to just get all the free food and drinks in there.
0: So for those that don't know, depending what credit card you have, you might have access to airport lounges. So it kind of varies from each different bank, what the different rules are. So we're going to give you a quick overview today about the different benefits you can have with different credit cards for airport lounges. And Mackenzie has an update for you guys. Yeah, so
1: this is our first time recording since I was in the hospital. So I just kind of wanted to give an update on... Me. So, and in case you guys missed what happened, basically, I was running a half marathon last, I guess now it's almost two weeks ago. And I, at at mile like 12, I overheated and I had a heat stroke. I passed out. I ended up going to the hospital and I was not doing well and ended up having to get airlifted. And sent to another hospital and was having a lot of issues with my liver almost had to have a liver transplant and it was pretty crazy and everything but I'm actually the I got released from the hospital a week later and the next day I was like totally fine like I felt totally back to normal and I don't know how but um, I'm doing great now so thank you all for your messages I saw a lot of you had written a a little card to me and that was really sweet and just wanted to thank everyone for all their messages but i am doing a lot better now um the heat out there is no joke right now i know a lot of people are traveling right now especially in europe the heat in europe is kind of unprecedented and also the travel in europe is unprecedented right now there's more tur- tourists in europe i think now than maybe ever i don't know it's like maybe just post-covid but, um, and a lot of people are traveling there because they finally can, but it's really, you know, and they don't have a lot of air conditioning over there. They just don't do it as much as here. So um, stay safe out there. Make sure you have like personal fans with you. Drink lots of water if you're traveling and, or if you're staying in the States, if it's hot, it's a, it's no joke.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad that Mackenzie is doing better. I was so scared. Her husband texted me with her phone and I was like, oh my God, like I didn't even know how to react. <laughs> oh like oh my god I hope she makes it and everything and he's like when she wakes up and I was like what when she yeah
1: wakes
0: it was so... up, like not I mean be...
1: <laughs> I feel so bad because I mean from my perspective I don't remember anything like I was I woke up I remember waking up and being like in the hospital I was like where am I and that was my first memory and then you know my family was there I had a lot of friends visit our friend Ashley who was on the podcast the last two weeks she came to visit too and I was like I like woke up and did not remember any of the pain that everyone went through like everyone's freaking out and I just like didn't know so from my perspective I didn't really like I didn't really feel any pain or suffering the way everyone else did um which I don't know. So I, I kind of feel bad in that way. But you know, even though I was the one that went through it, it's like, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing to explain. But because I just woke up and I was like almost better at that point.
0: So did you feel like, yeah. you, like you woke up from a dream? Kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Because you don't remember any, because you know how like when you go to sleep, sometimes you don't remember your dreams and stuff. I mean, you remember the nightmares because you got scared. <laughs> but like, sometimes yeah. you remember the dream. Did it feel like a dream to you?
1: Yeah, I feel like I didn't, um, I feel like I I went, like, I remember being in the race and then I remember waking up in the hospital, so I don't remember anything in between. I'm sure I had some probably wacky dreams in the middle that probably are still in my brain somewhere, but yeah, I don't know. It was just, it's weird. I've never, obviously never experienced something like that. It's like, I don't wish that on anyone, but yeah, it's crazy. Well, Okay, so I know that was kind of dark and sad, but we're going to lighten up the mood a little bit and talk about... One of our favorite credit card perks, airport lounge access. So Angel, what was the last airport lounge that you were in?
0: So the last airport lounge I went to was actually to D.C. when I went to visit you. So I went to um, the oh. club lounge at Baltimore. That was the la- I- Oh, sorry. I flew out of Baltimore, not D.C., because I did the bougie in a backpack way where I positioned myself out of Baltimore. I took a train from D.C. to Baltimore. I think that was like 20 bucks. I forgot the exact cost. But I did the bougie in a backpack way where it was cheaper to fly out of a different airport versus the main airport it was more expensive and then they had a club lounge there that i went to through priority pass
1: and so what do you what do you have priority pass through
0: oh my gosh i have multiple <laughs> so I
1: have, <laughs> yeah, of course. I
0: have american express platinum so that one doesn't have any restaurants i have Capital one venture x so that has no spa no restaurants and then um i had um i think no shopping i think that's the third exclusion and then i have um Chase Sapphire Reserve, which has the restaurants and everything else in there. So I have three cards that actually overlap in priority, pass, benefits. You can actually use that um, for those, for anyone that has any of those three cards. You can actually get into Club Lounge there because it's a lounge. It's not a restaurant. So you'll be fine if you have either of the three cards like Capital One Venture X, American Express Platinum, or um, Chase Sapphire Reserve. Yeah. No. I think the last lounge that
1: I was in, actually, yeah, because I didn't even get to go to a lounge on the way to DC. So the last lounge I was in was the Miami Centurion Lounge. So that lounge, I was able to get in with my American Express Platinum card. And I think I told this story on the podcast, but it was super crowded I was able to get in even though it was really crowded but when I got in there was no table and then I noticed there was some there was a section at the front that was really empty and there wasn't any sign that said you couldn't sit there so I went and sat there and I got like a big plate of food and a glass of Prosecco and I'm walking around like balancing it and stuff and then I'd put all my stuff down there and then the guy at the front is like excuse me ma'am do you have a do you have the centurion card or do you have the black card and I was like oh crap no I don't and then so I got kicked out of the section and I was basically homeless I didn't have a table to sit at so but I eventually found one it, it worked out but yeah that was that was bad um
0: so you, ever you asked- can I was gonna say, have you have you tried sharing a table? I had to do that in Miami. I I I, yeah, share a table. (laughs)
1: Yeah. So actually what I did, it was less awkward because I found, so this guy got up, but he left his phone and I knew I could tell he was leaving. So he had left his phone. So no one sat there, but then he went back and I was like, oh, is this your phone? He's like, oh yeah. And he grabbed it. And I sat at the table and I saw this girl walking around who also needed a table. So I invited her to sit at the table. I was like, she looks harmless, whatever, you know, it'd be nice. So I didn't, but I didn't like go up to someone and say, hey, can I sit here? But I I probably wouldn't be opposed to doing that if I could tell, if there was a lot of room and you know, at the table and there was nowhere else to sit.
0: I did that for my Miami um, flight where (laughs) I had to ask to share a table. Uh, For me, I guess I'm more bold where I'm like, look, if I have to get something done, I don't care. I will ask. And then like, I have done this a few times at different lounges too. I guess people don't mind sitting next to me. (laughs) So I guess that's fine. Has anyone good said enough. no? No. Has anyone <laughs> said everybody, like no? Everybody sits with me. I guess I'm good enough to sit next to random people at the lounge and stuff and just have some side talk about where you're going and stuff. But I do advise if you're traveling solo, be careful, though, because you don't want random people to follow you and stuff. So, like, this is a woman safety tip where if people ask you where you're going, just say, like, oh, yeah, I'm traveling with friends and stuff. They just don't have the American Express Platinum card car to get in here. So I do want people to be careful, though, just because nowadays you never know with woman's safety and everything. I think that's very important just to keep that in mind. Oh, you never like want to make it sound solo. like you're traveling alone and like you can just use excuses like, Oh yeah, my friends, they're too cheap. They don't want to pay six hundred ninety-five dollars. I mean, it is a lot of money to to get airport lounge access. So they're just waiting for me near the gate. Like never trying yeah, to like a good you're idea. traveling traveling solo because and like you just never know nowadays with creepy people nowadays, especially for women's safety.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty easy if you're saying where you're going for them to figure out what flight you're on. There's only so many probably going there. They have so
0: the TV, the TV tells you. Yeah, and it tells you what gate in the. And so for those that have never been to an airport lounge, the there's a TV in there where it tells you the um the gate for where to go for the um. The flight and stuff but always double check because I know sometimes flight changes happen and they switch gates sometimes that actually happened to my flight to the Maldives where they changed the last minute and I was like literally running I was like oh my gosh I missed my flight to the Maldives I, al- I almost had a mini heart attack for myself because I was like maxing out my time at the lounge. It was open twenty four hours and stuff, so I was like maxing out my time there. And out of nowhere, there the gate changed, and I like freaked out. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, I, I hate the gate flight. changes. Yeah, it wasn't so for um those that have been to different lounges around the world. Um, I was in Abu Dhabi to go. To- I flew. <laughs> I flew in a red eye in economy because I couldn't get the flight. <laughs> of um- course. So what happened was is that I went with my friend Tanisha to go to Maldives and stuff, and then when she booked the flight, they had availability for business class. So I was trying to do um for those that don't know, you can add a stopover and stuff on Air Canada. So I my points. Mm-hmm. They were delayed on American Express for me to book the flight. So then I couldn't get the big flight. In, well, I got the big flight where I got it from Chicago to Abu Dhabi. But then I could have added the stopover to save like points and stuff. And then it didn't like it took for like it didn't transfer right away. So I just booked it. I didn't want to risk it and stuff. And then. um Oh, it's not like uh, the
1: availability didn't go away. You just didn't want to risk it. And you wanted to yeah, secure but then a later, flight. The,
0: bus- the business class. They had business class at the t- time. So I just booked it in economy just to. Get something, you know, because we we weren't sure if I was gonna get it or not. So I was like, oh, I'll just fix it later, but then you have to pay a change fee. And I didn't want to pay yeah, I was gonna say that's fee. the thing. And then um, yeah. what Sneetra did, she posted on Instagram, does anyone want to pay my friend's change fee? <laughs> and then someone did offer to pay my change fee. <laughs> but what happened was, is when we locked back to Air Canada, the flight was, they didn't offer it anymore for the business class seats. And I was like, oh man, now I just sit in an economy. Because both me and Sneetra were like, yeah, I wouldn't want to pay $100 either and stuff. So she ditched me. She. <laughs> She was in business class on a red-eye with her live flat seat. Meanwhile, I was in the um, economy on a red-eye. And because she flew business class, she had a nicer lounge. I went to the basic one. On, I mean, it's fine. It the basic one on Priority Pass. Well, she went to a nicer one from Hahn versus I had the basic one. So for um, those that don't know, you, there's different types of airport lounge access you can get access to. So you're flying internationally. Usually you have to like... Um, fly like if you fly to like a, like let's say you're flying from los angeles to new york and you fly first class that one will not let you get into the lounge sometimes just because you have to have a specific segment or a specific aircraft sometimes so i knew when i was flying from lax to miami i wasn't flying on a 787 i was flying on neobus for american airlines so they're like no you don't get into the nice first class lounge you get into um Animals club the the less the less nicer lounge
1: it's but yeah was- that's like the commoners the commoners american yes, Airlines the lounge as opposed to the the other lounge is like really lounge. fancy yeah. the first class lounge is like fancy food and it gets served to you it's like you order from a menu, but the Admiral's Club is more... I mean, it's still nice, but it's like kind of more basic lounge.
0: The American Airlines, the Executive World Elite MasterCard, that one just revamped. So that one is now a five ninety five dollars annual fee. But for me personally, I don't think it's worth it just because if you have an American Express Platinum card, that one's a $6.95 annual fee. If you think about all the major American airline hubs, you think about LAX, JFK, Philadelphia, Charlotte, they all have an American Express lounge. So for me, if I'm just traveling solo or for business and, and it's just me, then I'd rather get an American Express Platinum card because that American Express Platinum card also comes with other... Um, airport lounges and i know that for american airlines the um executive world elite mastercard that one you can get the lounge on arrival sometimes with the emeralds club but for me personally i don't think it's worth all the different hassles just because some of their credits such as grubhub is kind of harder to use for most people so that's how i feel about that card yeah i
1: think It made a lot of sense when it was $400, $450 annual fee, because Mm -hmm. you could add up to 10 authorized users and they would all get it. So basically how it used to be, and I think this is probably why they changed it and made it more expensive, was you could have like 10 friends and you'd all just pay like $45 each Mm -hmm. and you could get access to the Admirals Club. So, I mean, it's just nice to have because it's, you know, if you, so say you have the platinum card, you know that you'll get lounge access at Centurion Lounge, and then also whenever you're flying Delta. And then if you also have this one, it could help you for American in those rare situations. I mean, I've I, I have, um, I've actually paid to get into the Admiral's Club before. Um, I used my America's Rest Platinum uh, airline credit to do that one time just because there was no lounge and it was a layover and it was annoying. But that was actually in... That was at Reagan. So Reagan's one of those places where they don't have a vegetarian lounge and they do have and they have a pretty nice admiral's club it was it was probably worth it cuz we were there for a couple hours so it was a long layover but um yeah and then but anyway this this new card you have you have to pay $175 for an for an authorized user. So, I would not do that. I'd rather pay $175 for authorized user for the Platinum card if you're going to go that way cuz at least you pay one you pay $175 one time on the Platinum and that covers up to 3 mm-hmm. authorized users. So, I think that's worth it cuz you get way more lounges. You get all the Delta lounges if you're flying Delta, you get Centurion lounges and then you get the Priority Pass lounges. So, Yeah, this I mean, that would that would be one way to get into the American Airlines lounge besides having status, or you can just pay to get in. It's like $50 maybe.
0: Like I think for th- this credit card for American Airlines, it only makes sense if you really fly American Airlines that much, where you feel like you're very loyal to American Airlines. I know for redemptions, American Airlines, it's it's better because it's in a sense where depending where you want to go, it's based on an award chart versus like um if you fly Delta or United, sometimes the um the prices are more expensive because it's dynamic pricing versus American Airlines, um, a lot of their rewards, especially international, it's still an award chart. I believe domestic, they said that they. Switched to kind of dynamic but it hasn't been super drastic for me I just booked a flight from um, LAX to um, Asheville ash- actually for Ashley's conference <laughs> So um, that's, that's coming up in November. She was a previous guest of ours for those that are new here. So um, that one, I think the miles that I saw on, um, I had two options. I could either fly out of um, Santa Ana Airport, which is further away from my house, and I could fly out of LAX and also connect in Charlotte as well. That one was slightly more expensive. I think it was like close to 11,000 or 12,000 points, but it was worth it because the Uber is more expensive to go to Santa Ana versus I'm a lot closer to LAX. So you have to factor in all the different rationales and different reasons and stuff i think for the american airlines like for redemptions wise i think they're still one of my favorite ways to use miles and points because they're one of the harder oh, 100 just because i know that for um delta and united those are harder because of dynamic pricing also because no other um airline besides no other credit card program besides built actually transfers into american airlines so that's your gateway to get into american airlines so they're they're a lot more valuable you can also stack the american airline credit cards with city and barclays so you get both bonuses so that's also very powerful versus like delta and united you're stuck with delta for american express united is with chase so you have more flexibility with american airline miles so i definitely do value them in that sense but i don't think it's worth it to really go to the amex club as much especially if you have other options if you have some priority pass access for example if you have american express platinum you can get into Priority pass without um restaurants so that's still an option for you you can also go to centennial lounge like kind of like what Mackenzie said it's only 175 to add up to three users on american express platinum i think that one is a more valuable card in my opinion versus just having only the option for american airline miles
1: Yeah. So if you wanted to get into the Admiral's Club, it would be as a day pass, it would be $59. So you could just pay. I mean, there's some lounges that don't let you even pay. So at least you can pay to get in. And that does actually include. So if you had, let's say you were flying American Airlines and you had three connections, you could use that for all three connections. Mm -hmm. Like it's a day pass. So at least you could keep reusing it if you were going to go that route, which I think is why I ended up buying that day pass. Like it made sense because we could keep reusing it. Um, But yeah, it doesn't always make sense to spend money. But that was, I also had to use up the rest of my American Airlines credit. And there's other ways, other better ways to spend the airline credit, which maybe we'll do an episode on that too. But I don't think using it for lounge access is necessarily the best use of the... And I'm talking about the $200 airline credit that you get on the American Express Platinum card, which you can't use for booking flights directly. You have to kind of get creative to be able to use that. And one of the things you can easily use it for is getting lounge access for lounge, airline lounges that
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC.
1: But yeah, you kind of have to think about your situation because I would start. So we kind of talked about a couple of different ways. Like, I guess the, the main ways of getting into lounges you have if you're the number, number one, if you're flying business class or first class internationally, you'll get lounge access. And sometimes there's some lounges you can only get into. If you're flying like first or business class, like the Eddie Etihad lounge. I don't think there's any other way to get into that. Is there? Cause it's I not mean, like part of some network.
0: No, I don't think that one's part of Priority Pass. So when um we were flying out of Abu Dhabi, she went to the nicer lounge. I went to Priority Pass lounge. She like waved goodbye to me. I was like, goodbye. <laughs> and then she just met me up in um Abu Dhabi when we landed and stuff. But she was so nice. She was actually waiting for me at the um baggage gate and stuff. She was like, I'll get your bag while you're in the back of the... Um, airplane and I was was like all right thank you that's funny (laughs) she was nice though she was waiting at baggage claim for me and she was looking for my bag for me by the time I got there so um for those that don't know when you get to Maldives you have to get there by bus to the um like you know when you get off the airplane you take a bus to get to the um airport from there it's not like it's directly connected like a lot of us flights where you have like a ramp and stuff you have to get on a, you get off on the stairs and then you take a bus to get to your um the the airport so then like my friends mitra was long gone like you know and she was waiting for me a baggage claim while i i was one of the people in the like you know near the back of the airplane you know sitting in an economy on a red-eye flight <laughs>
1: So. But you were in economic you were in economy, but you still did get into the lounge. So, you know, yeah, you don't so- ha- even if you're not even if you're in that situation, you can still get into lounge. But the way the way you got into lounge was through a credit card, which is the it's other the way pass. you yeah. can get yeah, through priority pass. So we I think we kind of touched on it, but priority pass, there's a couple there's actually like a bunch of random cards that have priority pass, but the main ones would be American Express Platinum, which has some limitations, which you so you don't get um, well, we'll just say that's like the most basic one. You just get priority pass and you get access to the American Express Centurion and escape lounges. And then there's the Chase Sapphire Reserve, which gives you access to the priority pass. And then you also get a food and beverage credit for e- yourself and each of your guests. So this is there. There's a list of restaurants and, um, yeah, a list of restaurants for each airport that accept The priority pass, so you can get credit. So you just pay and you have your priority pass, and then you get like, you know, you get your breakfast or lunch or whatever, or drinks. You get like the $30 or so credit. It varies by airport, but usually you can get your meal covered with that. So that's a really good perk. And that's only the only priority pass that credit card that has that still is the Chase Sapphire Reserve. They all used to have them, and then they slowly got rid of them and then the other big one is the capital one venture x where you can get priority pass and the one, the good thing about that one is that you can add free authorized users so they all get priority pass as well so those i think would be like the top 3 that you could get because they're the most flexible points cards and it's kind of like three of the three of the big banks and then there's also a couple of co cards that come with Priority Pass, but I don't really know, like, I don't know anyone who uses that as their main strategy, unless you're only just focused on like hotels, but there's some hotel cards that have Priority Pass. And if you're interested, you can, I would just Google priori- cards with Priority Pass, but those I, I would say are the three ones that we would recommend is the American Press Platinum, Chase Sapphire Reserve, or Capital One Venture X.
0: The only other one I can think of is the Rich Carlton card. So that one has unlimited oh, yeah. unlimited access for Priority Pass, but that one you have to product change into. So that one it's like the exception that for like the hotel credit cards where people would get that one. So that's what people would use that one for. But that one, it's it's a little bit harder to get that credit card.
1: Yeah, so that one's a co-branded card, From but you Chase. have to you would have to have a yeah you'd have to have a Marriott Chase card and and. Yeah. Do a product Pop- change. change.
0: Into the, the credit card. So you would have I think it's yeah. a Marriott boundless credit card that people recommend. The ninety five dollar one where you can have that credit card and then after a year or so then you um switch the Rich Carlton card to product change. Because it has unlimited yeah. access for priority pass. So if you have a big family, that would make sense for you for like the co-brand cards. But for most people, they have like Cap One Venture X, which doesn't have the spas or the restaurants, or they have Chase Sapphire Reserve, which has like pretty much everything, like the um restaurants and everything else included. Or they have American Express Platinum, which doesn't have any restaurants in there. So it depends on your situation. Oh yeah.
1: That's the other thing was so Chase Sapphire Reserve is the only one that has the spas. Right. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that's the other thing, like they all got rid of. Like so there's there used to be you could have access to the spas with priority pass, but now it's only the one with the chief sapphire reserve.
0: Yeah. So um there it's 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 harder nowadays with all the different rules are coming into play. I mean it just really depends on where you live too. So like for me in LAX, I go to Centurion Lounge. That's why that's the main reason why I have the Platinum card because I use it enough. So to to um go to the lounge all the time. So that that one makes sense for me. But I know that most people that credit card won't make sense if you don't live near a American Express Centurion Lounge. So let's say like you're out of um let's say what's this what's the state that doesn't have a Centurion Lounge. Um Chicago, so Chicago. O'Hare, Chicago, yeah. You don't have a American Express interior Lounge in there. It's a major airport, but you're very limited. So when I flew out of um O'Hare in Chicago, the Priority Pass lounge that you have access to through Priority Pass, that one is shared with the first class passengers and stuff. So when I was flying on Etihad. I could have accessed that lounge in Chicago here. They gave priority to me because I had a business class ticket with Eddie But for anyone that that didn't have access to that, they had priority pass. There was a sign on the door for the um the lounge that says that you cannot enter if you have priority pass, because we're giving um priority to the people that are flying first in business class. So just be mindful of that yeah. too. Like when it's very restricted for the airport you live in, you might not have access to a lot of lounges
1: and the other thing with so chicago i i had that same problem when i was flying to poland they had a sign and they're like no you can't come in here but the other yeah. thing is that that terminal in chicago the one that has the priority pass lounge you can only access if you're flying international so mm-hmm. if you're flying domestic out of o'hare oh you I've, wait you can't mm-hmm. you, can? Mm-hmm. you can
0: you can just tell them, but you, 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 you have to
1: show your passport
0: no no i just told them i'm going in the lounge and they're like okay i i've done it before oh really yeah Oh, because there's I, I, there's passport control right before. No, no, but I told them. So when I entered through Chicago hair, I told them like, hey, I'm flying domestic today. I think I was flying Chicago to Asheville, actually, when that happened. And I told them like, hey. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I told them like, I'm flying. This is my airplane ticket from United. I'm flying. I just need to go to Lounge because it's open here. And they're like, OK. So I, I've done that before. So that happened on two different occasions. So um, when I was going from Chicago to to Asheville, they let me in. So that was fine. And then another time I was flying Chicago to LAX, and then they said no, because we're, we're doing priority for um, people that are flying first or business class with a ticket. Yeah. And then the other time I got in there because I was flying on Etihad for business class. So they're like, okay, well, this qualifies because you have a business class ticket. So we're not accepting any priority pass people. So I've been there like two, three times where I try to enter. So um, yeah. Yeah. That's such yeah. a pain, though, because
1: you have to go all the way to that terminal and, like, you might not get in. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. So, for, but yeah, I anyone... didn't know that. So, that's good. Yeah. That's so good to know. It's for anyone in general. So, LAX, the Centurion Lounge is also based out of Tom Bradley, the international terminal. So, I do that, too. So, whenever I fly domestic out of LAX, too, even though it's in the international terminal, I still use that for domestic flights. So it doesn't matter if okay. the ter- if the if the airport lounge is in the international terminal or domestic terminal. If you have a qualifying ticket and the qualifying way to get in there such as like a credit card or you're flying first or business class, it the if, it's not for any first or business class flight. It's if that airline has an agreement with that lounge to give you access to that to that lounge so like oh, okay. if, you're, if you're flying on um let's say for like like for american express interior if you don't have that credit card and you're flying first class let's say you're going on to korea but they didn't have an agree they don't have an agreement with american express to let you into that lounge so it, it's very yeah. case dependent so if i know i know okay. it's for Centurion lounge they it's it's if you have the credit card but for other airport lounges that are specific to the airline they'll let you in so like if you have a business or first class ticket or if they have an agreement. So when I was in Chicago, a hair because that Swiss port lounge had an agreement to for Etihad flights for business class. That's how I got in. But I already had access anyway through Priority Pass. But like they weren't la- they were not letting Priority Pass people in because they were like, well, we have a first and business class flight. So we're not letting the people in because we want to prioritize the people that have a- that are flying business or first class. And this is all booked by points, by the way. So you don't have to pay for a cash ticket. This is all booked with points, by the way. So for those those people that are wondering.
1: So the other type of lounge we kinda didn't talk about as much is the airline lounges. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about American Airline Lounge, but there's also one perk that we didn't mention about the American Express Platinum that I actually use a lot is the fact that you can get into Delta Lounges with mm-hmm. the as long as you're flying Delta. So that's the one that I used the most when I was flying out of Indy because the only airport lounge there was Delta. And so that's a good perk cuz I don't so I don't really chase status as much on Delta cuz I know I can get into the lounge as long as I have the um as long as I have my American Express card with me. But the only thing is you can't have you can't bring guests. It's kind of like the Centurion lounge unless they're all an authorized user or they have their own American Express Platinum card
0: hmm So yeah, you have to do your math to see if you fly enough to use these different perks and benefits. For me, I use them pretty often because, like, whenever I fly out of LAX, I usually go to Centurion, unless if it's closed or not, or if I had um that one time where I had to go to Emeralds Club instead because the Centurion Lounge wasn't open. I usually try to, like, this is so funny. People are going to get so mad at me because I had this... I had so many put angry people write this to me on Instagram. So I sometimes I will put in a connection flight just to check out a lounge. So I've done that. Before. Oh, I do the same thing. Yeah. you are same so thing. mad it's at me on Instagram. I, I posted about how for my Seattle trip, I was going to do that. But I end up switching the flight anyway because I had a JetBlue credit that I got later so i have to use up the jet blue credit first to fly to seattle so i end up can't the good thing is that like if you book flights with southwest on points the points go straight back to your account so you don't have to worry that's one of the things i like about southwest but um i was gonna connect in oakland and guess what happened in oakland they have an escape lounge with american express so i could oh i like there. escape lounges yeah so i i could have went in there but i end up switching the flight because i got that JetBlue credit I, which i i don't remember if we talked about this in a recent episode but for those i don't know my bag actually got delayed when i was flying from orlando back to lax so if you have the bag delay on chase sapphire reserve that would not work because you're going home so because i'm going home that does not qualify for the bag delay for like reimbursement or anything so um what happened was that my my bag got delayed for a few days and then um I I told the JetBlue I was like well you know what happened because my bag got delayed and everything while I was waiting and everything I had to go pay for an Uber to go home because the flight was also delayed and now there's no more public transit for me to get home and now I have extra costs for my travel for my trip so now and then they boosted up my um travel voucher. I love
1: how you? I love how you always give like a, you give like a detailed sob story about how like they're ruining your education or whatever. And like, just like,
0: (laughs) you gotta fight for your rights. (laughs) it's true I mean you can't be entitled I wasn't really expecting much but then like the guy he boosted up I think it was like 200 250 they boosted up my voucher they're like okay originally I was gonna fly um on a connection flight from LAX to Oakland to Seattle but I ended up having to cancel that flight because I got that JetBlue credit from that delayed bag it made sense to use up the voucher first versus like using points and because Southwest is very flexible they reimbursed me all the my points right away so it was very instant and everything but um sometimes i do that to check out different lounges people get mad at me and stuff when i post about they're like why would you waste your time What if your flight gets delayed there's all these angry comments on that post for people who are not even paying for my flight who are angry and i was like well if you want to be you're part of the problem or part of the solution if you want to be part of the solution you're more than welcome to send me money (laughs) on um buy me a coffee or somewhere else and then i can use that money to buy a more expensive flight if you're so unhappy about me taking this connection flight i actually yeah i don't know why this actually goes into another hole so like uh, this actually happened one time on instagram someone was complaining about my nails and they were like your nails they're so dirty you still have some (laughs) color on them they're not even like they're like they look nasty and stuff and i wrote back to him you can either be part of the problem part of the solution here's my my buy me a coffee link you're more than welcome to go buy my coffee and i'll use that money to pay for a nail appointment and then he ended up paying for it he sent me like oh my gosh or so, and i was like all right enough for a manicure not enough for a petty but that's enough for a manicure so you can either be part of the problem or part of the solution if you're part of the problem wow. you're just complaining that like if that kind of weirds me out though you're, you're sending that he actually money. sent it <laughs> well it worked
1: that kind of it's kind of it's yeah that worked out but it i don't know that's kind of creepy he sent that but whatever
0: hey that was a nice cl- well this is for anyone but don't write nasty comments in our podcast reviews but like
1: unless you're gonna unless you're gonna send us money for to get our nails done
0: (laughs) I I'm fine with uh, people know this but I'm the more snarky one here so if someone says to me me mean I actually snark back them in comments Mackenzie's the more polite one I'm the more snarky one so I actually snark
1: back no I will I will snap I
0: do snap though so not not (laughs) as much as I do I'm more snarky than she is (laughs) so like but Yeah, yeah that's true but anyways oh my gosh now we're losing
1: um sight but like yeah anyway back to back to the back to the lounge topic i i do sometimes plan my trips around where i'm gonna be like where my layovers are based on what lounges are and one t- so when i went to my bachelorette party i was my main option was to fly through charlotte to go to savannah and i was like oh perfect i can go to charlotte and i can get like and it was you know in the morning and i was like oh there won't be too many people in the lounge and i can get Like I can have like a mimosa and it'll be nice. And I'll like get ready for my bachelorette party. Like, I'm so excited, whatever. And they changed my flight. I made it perfect. I purposely made a long layover so I could hang out at the lounge longer. And they changed my flight. They made it later in the morning. And then they made my connection earlier. And I was so mad because I was like, but I couldn't, you know, call and complain because they were for them they were like well we just made it shorter you made your whole experience shorter like why would you you know so I was so mad because they they and then so I did have like a two-hour connection but then my first flight got delayed and then I was like running to my next gate and I couldn't go to the lounge and I was so mad oh, <laughs> and I was like no. I was like at the end of the day I, I made it I made it to Savannah on time and I was like this is such a like first world problem and I was like complaining about it in my stories and I was like I know I sound like such a whiny person right now but like Does anyone understand? And people are like, oh, like, I'd be frustrated, too, because you planned the whole thing. And then when I got to Savannah, um, they do have a lounge that you can get a priority pass lounge that you can get in on arrival. So, like, you know, sometimes they don't let you in on arrival in lounges, but sometimes they do. And sometimes you just have to kind of risk it for the biscuit because that one you just show your pass and they don't even look for your... um, They don't even ask for your boarding pass, so they let you in. But that lounge was just kind of dumb. It just had like M&Ms and like pretzels and stuff. It was more like a place to just hang out and be separate from everyone at the airport.
0: Yeah, I, I do that sometimes, too. Like, that's how I'm able to knock out so many different lounges. Because people ask me, they're like, how are you able to knock out, like, the, like?" I did that for Mexico City. So, in Mexico City, there's one of the lounges. You can actually access this through Priority Pass. So, I did this a year ago. But they bring a golf cart to your gate. So, I got escorted in a golf cart from the lounge to my gate in a golf cart. And I was flying in a budget airline, too. So that still works because the, the the thing is the key thing is to to know for airport lounges is like you have to find your gateway. So the gateway card might be like having a priority pass like an eligible priority pass um, card that will get you in or flying first in business. If it qualifies for that specific airport lounge, those are your main gateways, either flying first or business on a qualifying flight. It, can't, it It's usually, it's usually international. So most domestic flights will not work for this. And then um, the second way is this through priority pass and our the credit cards. So like for American express platinum, you also have access to um, Plaza premium. You also have, um, other one escape lounges on there so it just depends on which is your gateway i've been to uh, escape lounge in fort lauderdale so they didn't have i think they have a party pass restaurant there but then i i just went to the escape lounge instead no they had a party pass restaurant yeah they had a party pass restaurant there yeah
1: something else to note too though is a lot of A lot of airports just don't have priority pass lounges, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and especially in the U.S. A lot of a lot of good priority pass lounges are outside the U.S. So Mm -hmm. some of my favorites are um, the ones in there's some good ones that I went to in Guatemala. There's a really good one. There's a really good one in Korea and Seoul and um, Singapore had a ton of really good ones. Uh, Dubai, like there's like usually outside the US, there's just really nice lounges that you can go into with Priority Pass. But in, in the US, a lot of times, some of the the clubs are not all equal. <laughs> like club is like one of the brands that Priority Pass seems to have, but they're not all equal. And not all lounges are equal either. I would say even like, even Delta lounges aren't the same across the board. But also like, I, I've been to, so I have access to United cl- clubs because they're um I have star Alliance gold status so that's another way you can get access to lounges is if you have and i have it through a different airline so but if you have a certain status on airline you can get into lounges typically just even if you're flying economy but the united lounges aren't that great i don't like i wouldn't go to them unless that's my only choice but a lot of times when i'm flying united that is my only choice so i i'm happy to just go to them
0: yeah they're, they're not all created equal yeah and
1: even the same like there's there's a really good united club in newark all places because newark is another airport that kind of sucks for lounges there's really no priority pass options if you're flying domestic and there's no centurion lounge there's i think there's going to be a centurion lounge soon but newark is somewhere that's like unless you're flying united and you have access to united lounges then you can't really get like you don't get much and then also there's the united explorer card that it's a $95 annual fee card, and it's not that bad of a card, but you get two United Club passes per year, so that could be helpful to you, but they, I've noticed when I had that card originally before I had status, a lot of times they wouldn't let people use the day passes in the lounge, and it's like a lot of people were just like, so when are you supposed to use them if, if all the lounges are saying you can't use them, you know, so a lot of times they would not let, they were prioritizing people with status versus people with the day passes, so... That's another thing that happens too. It's like, it's not foolproof. If you have, if you think you have access to a lounge, you might not. Um, Sometimes you do. You can't get in or sometimes you go to that. You're like, oh, I have I have a credit card with lounge. I'm excited. I'm finally traveling. And then you go to the airport and it's Chicago and you don't have any options really to get in anywhere. So,
0: yeah, because I'm yeah. not letting people in because the um, prior pass, they might have like a business or first class flight at around that time. So it might not let you in. I know that American Express Centurion, sometimes the lo- lines are very long. So like that's another thing. You, yeah. Usually if you're trying to go to a lounge, sometimes you got to factor in extra time. And also depending how far away the lounge is from your terminal. So I know that for LAX, there is no train there. So you have to factor in time walking from the different terminals to get to the lounge. So just keep that in mind. And like Southwest, you have to go recheck in versus if you fly American Airlines, it's underneath. It's underground for you to walk to your different gate in your different terminal versus if you fly in Southwest from LAX. Tom Bradley to, LA- to Southwest and Terminal 1 is very far. And you had to go through security check-in again. So just keep that in mind when you're flying to different airports of how far the different gates are. Do they have a train or not? So a fun hack for United, for the Explorer one, you can actually use that on arrival. So I actually use that United pass when I got b- back to LAX. So when I was flying from Houston to LAX, I went to American Express Centenary in, in Houston for like dinner. And then when I went home, I I landed in um, LAX. So I use a United Pass Club lounge um, pass to use there and to eat Another meal.
1: <laughs> so there, there is that. When was when was that? Because I did that. I tried doing that recently, and they said they told me they only let they only let you in the United Club on arrival if you're flying international.
0: Um, no, no, the the Explorer one, that the basic one, the not the. Did I say the wrong lounge?
1: No, no, no. You said the Ex- like United
0: Explorer, right? Yeah, that one. The 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 lower yeah, tier. One. No,
1: but they. Yeah, they didn't – well, maybe it's just – maybe because I had – I was trying to get in with status, but they didn't let me in the lounge. And and I tried – actually, I tried my day pass. This was at Newark. I tried my pass, and they scanned, and they're like, how are you trying to get in? I was like, with my pass, and they're like, oh, well, we only let – but maybe it was the person working there, and they said, we only let people in on arrival if they're flying international, which is weird because you can't – there's no access to the lounge if you're flying international. I don't know.
0: This was in February. Of this past year, it's very. Oh wow!
1: Recent. So maybe so it's not. Maybe they like, no. That was more recent than that's more recent than one when, when my. When they didn't let me in, so I mean, it really de- maybe it depends on the airport too. Like you never know. This
0: was at LAX, so they, they were fighting yeah. me. Like I I got in there fine. So I just so oh my gosh, now I'm gonna do a tra- tra- mini travel hacking story. So when I was in Houston, I have Hyatt Globalist, so my breakfast was at the hotel because I had free breakfast with Hyatt Globalist, and then my lunch was at Centurion Lounge because I have American Express Platinum card. And then because I had a United Pass to get into lounge, that was dinner. So that's how we had a a 0 cost day. A zero no cost pay yes. of hacking food for the day for going through um your different status and benefits that you might have. So, yes, I use a hotel status that I had. Then I use a credit card benefit that I had. And then my friend gave me her club lounge pass. So I was you can get that um club lounge pass through United Explorer card, the $95 card. And I think the annual fees waived the first year. I don't know if they still do that or not. But I know at one time they did waive the annual fee the first year.
1: Yeah, the United, it's waived the first year, and I've I've noticed I downgrade it, I've downgraded it before, and um sometimes you get to keep the passes that they redeposit into your account. So, like, you could get, you get the two passes, and then you, you have one year, and then the annual fee post, and then you just, like, you have 30 days after the annual fee post to, to, to downgrade your card to the gateway card, which is a zero annual fee card, zero dollar annual fee card, and in that time if you're i this i've seen it happen both ways cuz i've done this twice but i did get one time to keep my united club passes so you might be able to keep it so you'd get four passes for for paying no annual fee so possible.
0: let's see if you can stack this right just like but it's it's advisable for any credit card that you cancel to go past the one-year mark usually people if they don't get a retention it's usually the one year and one month mark where people um yeah because if you do it before one year before your annual fee hits you might be in the naughty list for American express and be in pop-up jail so just be mindful of yeah that do not do card. that yeah. It's usually most people recommend at least having a year and one month and they might reimburse the entire annual fee or part of the annual fee. I know that um mine was prorated on Chase Inc. Preferred when I did that a few years ago where I was I just I had mine prorated for the annual fee reimbursement.
1: Okay, yeah, it depends on every credit card's different with the yeah. the prorating too. So it just has to depend on the credit card too. But
0: Yes, so those are the main ways you can get access to airport lounges, whether it be with um, a credit card that gives you access to Priority Pass. So that's Priority Pass, they're in a lot of different airports. They're not in every single airport, but it's very easy to use that one because you don't have to be flying first or business class. I've done it before, Flying Spirit, Frontier, Basic Economy, and I still got in. Then you have Centurion Lounge. You can get in with the American Express Platinum card. So I've flown Spirit and Frontier, Basic Economy, still got into that one just fine, and then also through the airline if you're flying first business. So I've also done that one as well.
1: Yeah, and then you have-
0: Flying Spirit and going to Centurion Lounge. (laughs) I've done that a few times. (laughs)
1: Yeah, And then you have the the airline lounges you can get into with certain credit cards. It depends on which airline, or sometimes it depends on what your status is. um, It varies per airline. Also the Delta Lounge you can get in with the American Express Platinum if you are flying Delta and some of the lounges let you in on arrival, like some priority pass lounges allow you in on arrival. Centurion does not allow you in on arrival, and Mm -hmm. Delta lounges do let you in on arrival, and it seems like United Clubs may or may not. (laughs) It sounds like, I mean, Angel's experience is more recent than mine, but your mileage may vary with that one, but you always always might as well try, because sometimes they don't even check, and uh, oh, the other one we didn't mention was Capital One Lounge. Yeah, and that that lounge you can only get in with the Capital One Venture X card. And yeah, it's a really good lounge.
0: Yeah, that one it's good because they this is one of the few lounges that actually gives you um to go bag with, with food in like a, yeah. a to go bag with sandwiches and stuff. So that one you could actually get like a bag to go with food and everything.
1: Yeah, and it's good food. It's not like crappy. They have they have some of the best food at that lounge. Is is a uh, Capital Venture Venture X. Capital One Lounge in in Dallas and there's a couple more opening up soon. So if you're interested in any of the cards that we talked about today, we do have links in the show notes on that. So or if you have any questions, you can drop it in the Facebook group about any of those cards. Or if you need the if you're not sure exactly what card we were talking
0: about, you can send us a DM. If you do like this podcast. Feel free to leave us a podcast rating and review. This helps us a lot with getting sponsors and everything. So in the past, we did a stacking challenge in June. So your podcast re- ratings and review do help a lot. When I was pitching to a bunch of different potential podcast sponsors for that stacking challenge, they asked me like, well, what is your audience like? And then they were looking through the podcast reviews. So they do help. It could take be a very simple podcast rating review. It doesn't have to be something that's very extraordinary. But if you leave us a nice review, <laughs> and a five-star review, that would be very beneficial for us so we can have more free and low-cost events for you guys in the future so thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week